second part of answering our question when will the rapture happen and uh leonard you, we had to cut off right as you were switching uh from ezekiel 38 where we were talking about that battle and and how that that may or may not occur before this rapture and uh so we cut off right in the middle and you were fixing ahead somewhere else yeah uh second thessalonians uh chapter verse 3 says let no one deceive you by any means for that day will not come unless the falling away comes first and the man of sin is revealed the son of perdition so uh, several things need explaining first and before we get to what I want to talk about uh, that day here is a reference to the day that the Lord comes for us. Uh, That's referenced in verse 1 where it says, our gathering together to Him, our gathering together, that'd be the rapture. And, And it tells us who are believers, don't be soon shaken in mind or troubled either by the Spirit or by the Word or by letter. Um, don't be don't be disturbed if you have someone who comes and uh, they tell you that the day of Christ has already come. Uh, there are groups uh, in, within the church that teach that Jesus has already come; that He came in the year three hundred. Uh, I don't believe that. Uh, I don't believe it at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, he sure kept it very well hid if he did. Uh, yeah, well, that would mean that we're living in the thousand-year reign of Christ and everything's perfect. And yeah. sitting here in quarantine today, I would say everything's not perfect. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but um, he, he, he writes here, let no one deceive you. And so that's the core of this passage here is don't be shaken in spirit, don't be deceived. And yet he says that day will not come unless the falling away comes first. And the falling away, um, I'll let Justin talk about that word a little more in detail, but uh, I believe that the Greek word apostasia means Uh, to fall away from the faith. Uh, Another way of putting it would be just to walk away, walk away from the church, walk away from um, what you think is the truth concerning Jesus or God, just to uh, fall away. And that wouldn't really grab my attention, except that's exactly what I see happening in the church today. Yeah. And I'm not talking about uh, maybe your local church, because there are churches that still adhere to the teaching of the Word of God. They still lift up the name of Jesus. They try in every way to point you to Jesus as the only way. And um, those churches are remaining true. But in the general church all over the world, 
it doesn't matter how you want to measure it, there is a falling away, a, a uh, leaving the faith. Yes. Yeah, there's definitely uh, two ways to look at that word. Um, but when you really dig into it, it's only found twice in Scripture. And both times are in the negative, meaning that it's a defection from truth. Um, and, and so there are two schools, though, of thought. And um, Kenneth Weiss, who normally I really love what he has to say, but he would say that this word here is talking about the aforementioned departure. In other words, in verse 1, of the church to heaven. So he says that, and that school of thought would say this apostasia is not a falling away from the faith, but the faith removed from the earth. That's the falling away. And then, of course, the other, and I tend to agree with you that that apostasia here is negative, that it's a falling away such as Timothy talked about uh, in, in 2 Timothy, where he said expressly, the Spirit says, in the last times, uh, in the latter days, it, it says, there will be this falling away. And uh, some will, in other words, and he says there, some will leave the faith. And then he goes on through that whole chapter there to describe exactly, and that would be a detailed, what is the apostasia that I believe, that would be that chapter. They don't just all of a sudden fall away from the faith, but they start gradually turning lukewarm. They start heaping up for themselves teachers, it says there. Uh, in other words, we want preachers who are funny, preachers that are telling us jokes. Uh, we want fun activities. And the teaching of the word, eh, let's push that to the back burner. So that, for me, is, is a more in-depth um, description of what is the apostasia. It's this turning lukewarm which interesting word because that's what Jesus talks about in the beginning of Revelation when he's addressing the seven churches or seven types of churches that are left at the end times. And across the board, one of the things that he saw in the church was a lukewarmness, that everybody, mm -hmm. uh, they'd left their first love. It was described in many different ways. We'll have to look at that maybe in the future because yeah. that's another sign of when's the rapture going to happen? when you're seeing this lukewarmness start entering Christians, their homes in the church. Yeah. So. Many in the, in the church are talking about this today. Books are being written about it. I uh, am very troubled by what I see because even among the what we would refer as very conservative Bible-believing churches, I cannot hardly believe the number who have turned away from the Word of God, who have turned away from preaching the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus and talking about His shed blood, that you go to those churches today and find that they have removed all reference to the death of Jesus. They don't want you talking about the blood because that might offend somebody. Uh, they don't want you to speak of anything like that. They, they want you to refer to God as, as an it. Um, well, I'm sorry, I can't go there. 
God is God, and he is referenced as the Father, which has always meant that he's masculine. And um, all of this is creeping into the church, and we're tolerating it under the, the term of tolerance. We're accepting it, and... Um, I think it's all part of this falling away, which is a, an indictment against the church. Mm-hmm. Well, and again, it's it's a slow uh, process. Kind of like cooking the frog leg. I was just thinking of that actually, yeah. cooking the frog legs. If y'all don't know what we're talking about, if you if you know anybody in your family that cooks frog legs, if you get hot water uh, boiling and, and you're going to boil them up or fry them in some grease and you throw them in and it's hot. Uh, those legs, even on a, even on a dead frog, um, those legs will contract and they jump right, right out of the skillet uh, because the leg, the nerve system, still recognizes that that hot water if you're boiling them or if you're frying them the oil. But uh, if you put them in to the lukewarm uh, oil or water, whatever you're doing, and then start heating it up slowly, they sit there and eventually just fry. And uh, so, yeah, a great a great look at it. And most Christians today, they're heating up. Uh, their seats are heating up, and they don't even know it. Yeah. And um, so, well, the bottom line is, you have to know the word in order to recognize a deception when it comes your way. I heard exactly. an interview one time of the police chief of Chicago done years and years ago, and they were having a bad problem with counterfeit money and so the person who's doing the interviewing asked said well I guess uh, you must study uh, all of this uh, false money that's out here this counterfeit stuff and so you can really know it and he said no we never look at it I said what do you mean you never look at it and he said we study the genuine we study the real and at a moment's notice, we can recognize something that's not right. And so I say, study the Word of God. Read it. Find people who have written commentaries who are sound. And by sound, I mean they're, they're solid in doctrine. They, they know what it means uh, when the Bible says something and they can explain it to you and you learn. And by doing so, you get your feet on the rock. Uh, you want to build your house on the rock, not on the sand. Yeah. Well, and I know, you know, years ago, that was your call, was to yeah. build a, a your whole ministry for your life. Was, it wasn't about building your ministry, but a ministry that said, this is the Word of God. And to yeah. put that forth... And, and it, it stood the test of time. Yeah. Um, and I know that's certainly been my belief, is, is make the Word of God. It's the answer to all of our problems. And if you want an answer to this question of when will the rapture happen, uh, we don't know, but the Word of God does have the answers. And the signs are there. Mm-hmm. And, and the number one sign seems to be this falling away. Yes. Uh, yeah, I would I would totally agree. And so we see that happening. I guess that'd be the short answer is the signs uh, of, of when it's going to happen are surrounding us today. And Jesus so, even said, unless these days were shortened, 
meaning that he comes back quick, mm-hmm. that even the very elect will be deceived. Yes. And I, I take special heed when the Bible warns me of something once. I take an even greater heed when it, re, you know, uh, uh, tells me to beware twice. But whenever it says, take heed or don't be deceived, many times mm. I think, wow, that must be really important. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Well, we're out of time today. Uh, I hope that helped to uh, clear up at least what we think sitting around the table about when will the rapture happen. Uh, We will uh, keep going with this. Hope you guys are enjoying uh, this series, and uh, we'll, we'll be back with you guys soon. May the Lord bless and keep you guys wherever you are today. Until we meet again, God bless. Thank mm-hmm. you.